When it comes to sounding more professional, that's what we're here for. And sounding more professional is subjective. It is opinion driven. But the only opinion that matters is theirs because they're the ones that are voting with their buy-in. I'm Dr. Grace Lee, and you're listening to the Career Revisionist Podcast for executives, team leaders, people managers, and ambitious professionals from all backgrounds. It's for those among us who can't stay stagnant and admire anyone who demonstrates exponential growth. We challenge ourselves to step out of our comfort zone and into higher levels of leadership, and we are determined to rise confidently in our industry so that we can make our greatest contribution using our knowledge and expertise. We've worked hard to become great at what we do, but only so we can achieve the goals that give our lives meaning and purpose. And while we persevere through a college education to get us here with our technical skills, we understand that to get to the next level where we desire to be, it requires a different kind of skills. We're not comfortable with failure because we experience satisfaction when we are advancing. And while some of us work well under pressure, all of us perform the best when we are part of a winning team. And instead of just hoping to achieve what's important to us, we choose to become a more optimized version of ourselves to make it happen. We're not just A players. We are A plus players, and we are the source of consistent output that makes positive advancements in the world around us. How to make a good first impression and sound more professional at work. Right In this video, I want to share with you some very practical steps on how you can make that good first impression. But if you've been following me for some time now, you like you know that I, inc- I appreciate a really good distinction. So when it comes to impression, what does that mean? Leaving a good impression, making a good impression. An impression is an idea or maybe an opinion or a feeling that we have about somebody, right? upon the very first meeting with them, when we meet them for the first time, in the first split second, in that moment, we formulate some sort of opinion or feeling about them. And that is an impression. It impresses our brain, our mind. It puts an impression in it. And that is the feeling we will have from this point forward. And that impression influences how we act around them. It influences what we choose to tell them. If we, it influences how we feel about them. Do we feel comfortable having them around? Do we feel comfortable sharing particular things with them? Do we feel comfortable inviting them into the inner circle? Do we feel like they are trustworthy? And so you see, an impression is formulated, an opinion and a feeling we have of people because we're making snap judgments and therefore conclusions about somebody else's trustworthiness, right? their level of competency, right? their level of friendliness, or their worthiness to be a part of this this group. So this is a conclusion we have. It starts with an opinion or a feeling, and that's what an impression is. So then the question is, well, we we already know that if this is a first impression, how accurate can it be? Because we don't yet have evidence. We don't yet have a lot of data because we're just meeting them for the first time and we're formulating these conclusions about their morality and their honesty and their competency. Well, why do we even do that and how accurate is it? Well, sure, it may not be accurate because we've just met them and we formulate these impressions in the first split second. It may not be accurate, but why do we do it? We do it for three reasons. Wait, and the first reason is because of prudence. But let's face it, you're at the workplace and you want to make a good first impression. First impressions exist because of prudence. Right? When you're in a professional setting, people want to be doing due diligence. Right? Due diligence. We want to be prudent. We want to make sure we're making the right decisions. We want to make sure we're hiring the right people. We want to make sure that we have high-functioning people on our team. So that is prudence. So that's the first reason why we do this in the workplace. The second reason is because of productivity. 
right? We are making snap judgments. We want to know that this individual can contribute to the team. We want to know their level of competency so that we can move projects forward, that we can move the mission of the company forward. So it is productivity. We want to save time. We want to be efficient, right? So that's productivity. The third reason why we do this in the workplace is because of protection. We have a reputation to maintain. Others have a reputation to maintain as well. So they're making these fast judgments about you and you need to make an impression on them because their reputation is on the line. If they choose you, if they hired you, if they advocate for you, then that's their reputation on the line as well. It's also a protection of their projects. Right? Maybe you are on board their teams right? and they have projects they want to do. They want to move things forward. They want to move the mission forward. So it's a protection of the company. It's a protection of the team. It's a protection of their, of their reputation. It's also a protection of themselves, right? their own emotions, to make these snap judgments and these impressions. Right? So those are the three reasons why we have these impressions and, why it, and therefore why it is important for you to make a good first impression as well. The most important aspect of creating a good first impression and sounding professional at the workplace is really understanding the context of your workplace. Right? Context really refers to the why behind people's actions. Right? Because let's face it, a single statistic doesn't tell the whole story. Right? When you know one piece of it, when you know one aspect of it, or one moment in time, it doesn't tell the whole story. So context will really give you why are people responding that way? Why are they reacting that way? Or why are they not reacting the way I expected? And this is what context will give you. So this is your responsibility to really get clarity on the context. So context involves the environment level and the individual level. In the environment level, of context. This is about the background. What's the background of your organization? What's the setting? What are the circumstances? The environment, right? And so these are some questions that you can ask yourself when you have clarity on, for example, what is the pertinent background information that you can gather about where you work, right? And what are the current circumstances in the organization that really drive the culture? or the circumstances that drive the strategy, or the circumstances that drive the direction of the company or the teams that you're working. That's the environmental context. You see, the context will tell you exactly how to act. It'll tell you exactly what is the appropriate attire to have, and it'll also tell you exactly what to say. Now, that was just the environmental context. There's also the individual context. Context also involves the individual level. Right. So the, at the individual level, this is about having clarity on the context of the individuals. Who are the powers that be? Right. Who are they? Who are the stakeholders? Who are the people that are invested? And what are the various prominent personality types in play in the workplace? What are the prominent you know, patterns? What are the prominent triggers? And that is the individual level. When you will work towards having clarity of context, it's going to tell you exactly what to do, what to say, and how to behave. Right. So now, I have an opportunity for you. Once you have started to collect that context, the really next step is to now communicate with clarity. So, right, the next step is knowing, what do I do with that context? How do I navigate that context? And that is beyond the scope of this video. But if you want to learn that and master the skills of making a first impression, you want to master the skill set of communication, then I invite you to book a call with me. Below this video, on the first link of the description of the video, there is a link to book a call to talk to directly to myself or a member of my team. And this is where I'm going to coach you and guide you to give you the framework and the steps on mastering your communication skills, how you can make a first impression every single time, and what you can do with the context information. How do you navigate that terrain?
So if you want, if you are serious, if you're the, if you are somebody who's serious about taking this skill set to the next level, so that you can elevate in your career path, become a leader in your industry, then I invite you to book a call with me. This is for you if you are serious. This is not for you, however, if you are just looking for more information, if you are just looking for tips and tricks, then that's not for you. It's also not for you if you are at the beginning stage of your career. If you're just starting out, if you just recently graduated, or if you're still a student, then this is not for you. So if you are serious of escalating and elevating your communication skills, of navigating the context of your environment, and to be able to master that skill set, then I invite you to book a call and I look forward to seeing you on the inside. When you will get a very clear understanding of the context of your environment and at the individual level, this is going to help you to have clarity on their and what they want, on what they desire and what they expect from you. It'll also help you to develop insights, deeper insights on what to say and how to say it. And more importantly, it's going to help you to focus, to help them to focus on common concerns. And when you drive the attention towards common concerns, it's really going to dictate the decisions that are being made, right? And so when you have that clarity of these of the context of your environment in the workplace and at the individual level it'll also help you to develop deeper insights so that you can be sound more professional and so that you can be more persuasive as well because let's face it when it comes to sounding more professional that's what we're here for and sounding more professional is subjective it is opinion driven but the only opinion that matters is theirs because they're the ones that are voting with their buy-in they're the ones that are voting with their buy-in of you, the buy-in of your ideas, the buy-in of your skill sets, the buy-in of including you. So they're the ones that are voting. So their opinion is what matters. Their opinion of whether or not you sound professional. So most of all, as you are taking these steps, right, I want to hear from you. Comment below which one resonated with you the most. And as you are taking these steps, remember, it is all about having an attitude and the, the right attitude that is conducive to making a first impression. And I'm not talking about having a, a positive attitude. We hear that so much in social media. We hear that a lot on the internet. Oh, have a positive attitude. What does that even mean anyway? Have you ever considered that? What does a positive attitude mean anyway? Does it mean you just sit there, you listen to good music, you write classical music, or you think positive thoughts? Sometimes, no matter how many positive thoughts you think, and no matter how much positive music you listen to, it still doesn't translate to sounding more professional. Is that, it still doesn't translate to the outcomes that you desire. It doesn't, it doesn't work that way. So when I talk about having a, an attitude that is conducive to making a good first impression, I'm not talking just about think positively, right? I'm talking about the attitude, your attitudes and how you respond to other people your attitudes in how you react with other people and what are your perspectives of others that all dictates your attitudes. Right? Your attitudes on what you believe about yourself, how you react to other people's comments, how you react to other people's feedback. That's all attitude as well. Because at the end of the day, your attitude is going to influence the way that you conduct yourself around other people and in essence, the way that you carry yourself around other people. So if you liked what I said, give me a thumbs up if it resonates with you. Remember to subscribe to my channel and ring that bell as well so that you can receive a notification each time I release a new video. 